So a few nights ago, I gave my fiance, Cole, like a really big hug before bed. And I just said, you're so handsome. I love you. Good night. <laughs> he just goes, wow. That's it? <laughs> well, he was just like shocked. He was just like, wow. Sorry, maybe I didn't give it enough emphasis on how he said the wow. He was um, like, wow, thanks. <laughs> just wow. kidding. Wow. Um, so I felt like he was saying, you know, that that was out of character for me to do that. And I think that I've grown to learn that we should tell people that we love what we love about them. Absolutely. Or give them compliments. Like, we should let people know that they are loved and that there are great things about them, that we are so glad they exist, you know, in the words of Dan and Shay. I completely agree with you. I am kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum on that one. I give a lot of compliments. Like, I at least try to give my girlfriend one compliment every single day. And sometimes I feel like I can be overly sweet. Like one time, if you remember this couple months ago, I accidentally sent you a text that was meant for my girlfriend. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't. And I think you will make I think you were just trying to your, confess your undying love for me. Oh, yeah, that's totally it. it. No. <laughs> and so, yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that's something that, you know, is really good for a relationship. I mean, how often do you think you should give your significant other compliments like I'm not doing it enough because obviously Cole was kind of like taken back by it I think you should do it enough where your fiance isn't taken aback, aback by it I think I, I I try to go for like at least three a week not to like make a schedule for <laughs> don't to give lie compliments. you go you go you do it three a day I, I do like six a day it's honestly sometimes I swear my girlfriend gets annoyed at me because of it well it's probably because you mess up so much you gotta like I'm just kidding just <laughs> <laughs> kind of backtrack I mean I wish I could remember what you said in the text message but it was it was pretty uh syrupy there yeah it was sugar it was a lot of sugar there (laughs) (laughs) good personality with some good music also the best morning soundtrack Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9 what is something you wish you had done or even learned Sooner, Getting a lot of great responses from Facebook right now. Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Rachel from Katati says, I wish I had listened to country music sooner. I used to be one of those people that claimed they hated it. But a few years ago, I started listening to Luke Bryan and now I'm hooked. Well, welcome, Rachel. (laughs) Glad Um, to have you here. Definitely. Brendan from Healdsburg says, last summer I learned how to fish. It's now my favorite hobby. Wendy from Santa Rosa says, vitamins. I know this might sound silly, but I'm 36 and just starting to take a daily multivitamin. My quality of life has improved and is so much better. We're really happy for you, Wendy. Well, I got something done for the first time, and I'm shocked that I waited 25 years to make it happen. I got a massage for the first time. Wow, congratulations. And I know, Amber, you've had them before. Mm-hmm. I, do you really like getting massages? Um, At first, it was kind of weird, but you just learn to try to relax your mind and your body and just get through it. Thank you so much for saying that because I was so freaked out getting it done at first and now I know I'm not alone. So this was happening and I just kind of weirded out by a stranger like touching 
my body. And I was thinking during it, I was like, I kind of feel like I'm cheating on my girlfriend right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and when I get nervous, I won't shut up. And so I was just asking questions. I was like, what do you like to do for fun? And just asking all these pointless the questions. massage therapist. <laughs> the massage therapist. And she, at one point, I could tell she got annoyed with me because she put like lavender under my nose. And she was like, just try to keep your thoughts in your head. <laughs> I tell that to you daily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it, it took me 20 minutes to finally relax, but I'm so glad that I did it because apparently I had eight knots on the left side of my back and I feel like I'm 10 years younger. I mean, you kind of forget they're there after a while. The very first massage I had, I actually fell asleep. Oh, I oh. fell asleep. I woke up. I was drooling. I was like, this is gross. With this one, there was no <laughs> way I, I could have fallen asleep because it hurt so bad while oh, it was happening. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, I feel a lot better today, and that's what matters. Amber, what is something that you are recently learning about or something that you're like, I can't believe I waited to try this? Um, Actually, I think it's, it's so weird that I'm going to say this, but... It's setting boundaries for me. Mm -hmm. I wish I had done that sooner with the people in my life. Like, oh, I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not comfortable talking about this. It took me 30 years to set boundaries with people, and I wish I had done it sooner. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Adams Family 2 opened this past weekend. So the family lives in a dilapidated New Jersey mansion that is haunted. It has like, you know, strange creatures all in the house. It's haunted. So I saw that the second installment was out. So last night I actually decided to watch the first one last night, the first animated one. And I was thinking... Could I ever live in a haunted house? Could I do it? Because they they seem okay with it. They are not making this seem that bad. They're like, oh, this is so kooky. We live in a haunted house. I love it. Well, I think the Adams family is a little different than most families <laughs> and most households. I didn't believe in haunted houses until I lived in one. <laughs> well, Tanner, could you do it? I mean, do you continue to live in this haunted place? Well, I live in a haunted apartment, or which I believe is haunted. I mean, I've had things fly off my walls, electronics turn on and off, things grab my feet in the middle of the night, and I still live in this apartment right now. Are you scared? I'm terrified. <laughs> I am terrified. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen next because it seems to get worse and worse. <laughs> well, I've never lived in a haunted house or a haunted area, really. I, I've never experienced anything. But I think I could do it. I think I could handle it. Yeah. Um, but we want to hear from you. Have you ever lived in a haunted house? We've got Beth from Petaluma on the line. So we lived in a very large house that was converted from a funeral home many, many oh. years before. And as my daughter was just a really little girl at the time, we would constantly go into her room because we would hear some of the battery-operated toys running. And we'd always go in, and they were stone silent. Well, one day, this little girl comes to me, and she goes, Mommy, did you take my toys? And I said, No, baby girl, where's, where is it? We went back in. Later that night, she goes, Mom! And I run into her room, and she points in the corner at this, no, just like area and no. says she's stealing my toys. She keeps turning on my toys. Amber and Tanner in the morning. In the morning. Froggy ninety two point nine. 
What is the scariest movie? It's Halloween time, and I do not react well to being scared whatsoever. Amber, you've seen me scared. It's, it's not great. It's not a pretty sight, that's for sure. I especially <laughs> hate jump scares. And it, Halloween's tough for me, and I always feel conflicted because I love the candy, but I hate being spooked. Uh, no. so, <laughs> so because of that, I have avoided scary movies my entire life. I've seen some, but I haven't seen most. So on the show, we are launching four weeks of terror. I'm going to watch <laughs> a scary movie once a week and give a report on it. Oh, no. You're not going to sleep these next four weeks. It's going to be a rough month, that's for sure. Well, we'll get through it. So we asked you on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929, what movies are the most terrifying? Jenna from Santa Rosa says, The Strangers always leaves me really unsettled because it's so real. It could happen to anyone at any time. Cadence from Santa Rosa says, I still can't watch any of the Conjuring movies. Those are so spooky. Uh, Jackie from Pengrove commented for her son, Connor, and she says, Connor says, Goosebumps and or Are You Afraid of the Dark? Now, Are You Afraid of the Dark is pretty spooky. (laughs) I'm sure Connor, who we know is a kid, probably has a better tolerance than I do. <laughs> I do not respond to being scared well whatsoever. And so, Amber, uh, to my understanding, you've developed a list for me to watch and give reports on throughout the month? Yes. Okay. So, I think you should start with Insidious. Apparently, it's one of the most scariest movies of all time. We got to start strong, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then after that, The Conjuring, which the very first one came out in 2013, it scared me for a couple of months after I watched it. I'm looking forward to it. I was like, it. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, after that, a, a, a classic for me is The Ring. Now, it came out in 2002, so the effects not might be up to your standards, Tanner, but it's pretty scary. I think no matter if it's special effects or whatsoever, it's still going to freak me out. And there's one that's not as ghostly or... But it's still pretty dark. It's hereditary. What's, that came out a couple years ago. What's that one about? It is so hard to explain. Okay. Well, one of those movies. It those is are so fun. hard to explain what that movie is about. And it's not what you think. Like, you start watching it and you think it's about one thing and then it just completely derails. Well, I'm going to watch the first one on Friday or by Friday. And I'll have a report Friday morning for Tanner's Four Weeks of Terror. Good luck. Wake up, Tanner. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Every morning. Get the country on. on Froggy 92.9. My fiance, my friend Sydney, and I went to Mickelson Pumpkin Patch yesterday. It's in Petaluma, and I'm telling you, it was so hot. I was dying. I thought I was going to have a heat stroke in the hay maze. (laughs) I was like, I'm about to melt. I guess I'm a witch. (laughs) Spooky season is here, yet it feels like I'm in Aruba. and, And the thing is... We left Petaluma, and as soon as we got to Rona Park, I swear it was 20 degrees cooler. Isn't it crazy how in Sonoma County, and I've never lived in a place like it before, you go to one city and it's way cooler than the other one, and it just changes between every Sonoma County city you go to. Okay, but I'm looking at the weather right now, and in Petaluma, it's 50 degrees, and then in Santa Rosa, it's 53 Hmm. It's cooler in Petaluma right now than it is in Santa Rosa. What is the science behind this? Why it was so? Why was it so hot at Mickelson Pumpkin Patch yesterday? 
Why? I, is there any sort of science, Tanner? Like, I, really I don't hope, understand. I really hope there's a meteorologist listening to the radio right now or someone that understands the weather stuff. better. But like I was saying earlier, it just goes to show that the weather is really different everywhere you go to in Sonoma County. I almost moved to Cloverdale about six months ago, and... Everyone was telling me, make sure you got AC if you move to Cloverdale. And it's in Hillsburg, it's way hotter than Santa Rosa it as is. well. And so maybe that's the case for Petaluma, too. I don't know. I'm surprised because typically, you know, it's it's cooler, like more towards the coast, like out in Bodega than it is here in Santa Rosa. That makes sense to me. But I feel like, I don't, I don't know. I got to look at a map and see, like, where on the line is Petaluma and, like, Santa Rosa and Roner Park and Katani because I feel like it's pretty, I don't know, consistent there. And I think something we have to observe, too, <laughs> is the elevation as well. I don't is know. Is somewhere in a valley? Is somewhere on a peak? <laughs> hey, we're still new to Sonoma County. We are still figuring out it was how to live here. so hot yesterday. So if you saw me in the corn maze, I do apologize. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why is it hot in certain areas than it is in Santa Rosa? Give us a call. 636-1467. A good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning. On Froggy 92.9. Halloween is a night for evil. Halloween is Satan's night. You're the scariest man I know. For one night, you can be anyone you want. And I am still trying to decide on my costume. When it comes to scary movies, I cannot deal. I cannot handle it. And Amber, you have witnessed me being scared, and it's not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> my, ah, that's what you sound like. Ah. My least favorite thing on the planet earth is jump scares and whoever invented them i do resent you <laughs> i think just for existing you know yeah you, that's you, how jump scares happen yeah because of that i'm terrified of scary movies and amber and i we created four weeks of terror four weeks of terror that's how you have to say it it hurt me <laughs> four weeks of terror, terror. <laughs> so every friday for the entire month of october tanner is going to watch a movie that i personally picked for him. I curated this list. And this week's movie was Insidious. And I just want to say, Amber, you couldn't have picked something just a little bit lighter to introduce me to Four Weeks of Terror. It's spooky, (laughs) man. It's spooky. I went into Dalton's room. There was something in there with him. There's someone who can help. I don't think bad wiring is the problem here. I want to leave. I want to leave this house. It's giving me PTSD. Are you okay? So tell us about the movie. So basically a family moves into a new house and their kid gets possessed. And I wish I could have digested more of what was happening, but I was so freaked out that I kept pacing around my bedroom and looking away. And the jump scares were awful and I want to buy sage for my apartment. Oh my gosh. Because I do believe my apartment (laughs) is haunted, which made the movie 10 times more scary. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. So rating the movie out of five stars, I'm basing it on two criteria. The scary level, I'm going to say four and a half out of five. This movie was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Abs- like I'd slept maybe an hour and a half. And in that hour and a half, I had a nightmare. <laughs> and the storyline, I'm going to say three out of five. I think it's just so okay. focused on being scary that the story was a little eh. Well, okay, uh, here's what will help you, which is what helped me. I watched the, like, how it's made. Okay. On, like, I think when I first watched it, I did it on the DVD because I rented it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they have that on Netflix. They have, like, Ugh. some, like, 
special effects like that explain how they made the movie and that'll make you feel a little better. Well, I never want to watch anything (laughs) about Insidious ever again. All right, so what's on the docket for next week? Uh, Well, you're supposed to tell me that. You're the one picking the movies for me. Well, do you want to be freaked out or spooked? I think I want to be spooked. Well, how about both? (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) So I think you should go with a classic, The Ring. The Ring is getting reviewed next Friday on Four Weeks of Terror. Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yeah, I love getting up with coffee and Froggy 92.9. A man named Lewis from Santa Rosa called into the show last week while you were gone, Tanner, and he told me about this movie to watch. It's called Tuck Everlasting. Have you ever seen it? I've never seen it, and I've never heard about it. Um, It's about a guy who... Basically, he he finds the fountain of youth, so he drinks from the stream and then realizes he hasn't aged in, like, decades. (laughs) Whoops! (laughs) He's like, who needs Botox and fillers when you got the fountain of youth? Right. So it kind of made me think, you know, if, say, you accidentally stumbled on the fountain of youth, would you drink from it knowing that you will not age and you will not die? It'll make you immortal. What do you do? Do you drink from it, Tanner? In a heartbeat. I, w- I would love to be immortal. I think that would create such an, a good opportunity. Could you imagine being like 200 years old, but still be the person you are today, <laughs> like physically? I think that would be amazing. And I think, one, you'd be an amazing historian. And two, that would just be cool. You know, here's my thing. I would not do it because I'm never satisfied with who I am like physically or mentally. So I'm always like trying to grow and trying to change, especially, you know, with my body. Yeah. So I'm just like, no, I don't want to be stuck like this because I don't want to be unhappy with this for the rest of my life. What if I begin to hate it? I know That's it's true. Like, I mean, it's a deep, deep-seated thing where you should always love yourself. But, I, um, you know, that's my that's my theory on this. Can I, like, get myself from, like, 10 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Derek from Sebastopol says the sim- a similar thing. If it will only stop me from aging at this point I am at now, I would not touch it. But if it would take me back about 40 years, I would drink it dry. (laughs) Amy from Rotor Park says, I would walk away from the fountain because drinking from it would mean living a totally artificial life that would take me away from everything and everyone I love in the natural order of the universe. Why would I want to live that way forever? Exactly. There we go, Amy. I disagree. She said it way more eloquently than I could have. Uh, Ben from Santa Rosa says, drink it up and quit my job. I now have time to do whatever I want. I can go from job to job and generation to generation. I may even one day be able to live out the Earth, which means I will one day be able to go to outer space and visit other planets. He says, where is this fountain again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's necessary. If that's that possible. Deep. Go to outer space? Yeah. That's where he went with that. Can hang out with Elon Musk uh-huh. and Jeff Bezos and all them? Yeah. Get up. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. When was the last time that you chickened out. I am back after a week-long vacation in Hawaii. Amber, want to say thank you so much for, you know, doing the show solo. Well, I had uh, no choice. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you had a choice. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, thank you very much for doing that. I heard you absolutely killed it. From uh, who? I'm just kidding. From everybody. How was Hawaii? It was good. It was really good. I don't look any more tan, unfortunately. Um, I'm and, sorry. And I, uh, 
I feel a little bit bad about something that happened during my vacation in Hawaii because I straight up chickened out. The plan was to get tattoos while my girlfriend and her entire family was in Hawaii. Whoa, that's a big decision. It's a giant decision. And I made the decision that I wanted to get a bird tattoo, like of an American traditional bird, a real cool bird. Like an eagle or something? Or like what? Kind American of, traditional uh, bird. Like an that eagle be? or that's a swallow or something like that. I don't really know what the dang bird was. But I was going to get it right on my forearm. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what the bird was, but I was going to get it tattooed on my body forever. Yeah, it's going to be right there on my forearm forever. And I'll show you a picture and put it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. <laughs> but here's the thing. I chickened out because I am the most undecisive person on the planet. Amber, we were literally in the Indecisive. tattoo shop. I wrote, I filled out all the paperwork ready to go for an appointment tomorrow. My girlfriend was going to do it. Her dad was going to do okay. it. And right before I was going to sign the very last thing, I said, guys, I can't do this. Never mind. <laughs> and I just bolted out of the tattoo shop. Why? Because I'm what? terrified. What happened? I'm terrified of putting like a tattoo. And I know this sounds so lame, like right there where it's super visual, just because it's a really big decision to make. You should have gotten on your lower back. Yeah, that's nice. Above your butt crack. <laughs> just, you know, believe it or not. No one would have seen it. Probably a lot of people can see it when I bend over on the copy machine at work. <laughs> you don't know how to use the copy machine. Isn't that the truth? Well, okay, I get it. It's like I said in the very beginning, before you even told me all this, that is a big decision. It's Huge. permanent. It's for life. I, I understand. I just feel bad about chickening out. And I was going to do it. Have you ever chickened out from something? Maybe it's a bet or something kind of like a tattoo in your life? Yeah. When I was like uh, 11 years old, I think. I, well, I didn't mean that the way it sounded. But <laughs> <laughs> I it was at my own birthday party. I was at this place called Discovery Zone. Um, and it's just like the, a play place yeah. inside. And there's all these activities and fun events. I don't think they're around anymore. But there was like an alien game. Men in Black had just came out. And you go around in this room and you shoot aliens, mm-hmm. but it was so dark in there that I literally had a panic attack and left. I was you, like, I don't want to do it. They were like, it's so fun. I was like, I know I love aliens, but I can't do it. If this game Too was scary. available now, would you still chicken out? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. With Major League Baseball's playoffs starting, I'm starting to get a little triggered by this. Now, I grew up in a baseball family. We watched every Braves game. We went to Braves games, and again, every time baseball season comes around, I only feel a little weird. Why? Why? <laughs> why? What could you feel weird about baseball season? Because the last Braves game I went to, I was 12 years old, and I was minding my own business, eating my hot dog, watching my Braves play, and all of a sudden... A white substance landed on my shoulder. (laughs) And a bird, a bird had pooped on me. (laughs) And my friend Paige was laughing as hard as you are right now. Thought it was hilarious and I was absolutely mortified. So 
I get a little PTSD every time I start to walk into a, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but like every time I walk into a baseball stadium or think about baseball, I think about that. Every time you go to a baseball game now, I, whether it's the Giants or the A's, you have to bring an umbrella with you. I just, you got to look to the skies, man. <laughs> They're coming for you, these birds. Yeah. But um, it just makes me want to ask Tanner, what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you at a baseball game or maybe the weirdest thing you've seen at a baseball game? Because you've, what, you've seen I've, the Mariners play, I'm assuming? Yeah, I've been to Mariners games. I've been to Giants games. By the way, the uh, Giants play the Dodgers tomorrow night. Very excited about that. But before I was a Giants fan, I went to Mariners games. And the weirdest thing that I saw was Bill Gates was throwing out the first pitch at a game that I was at. Cool. And before he threw out the first pitch, nobody knows why, but he did a, a circle two times in a row, then threw an underhand, and then he's then he started celebrating by himself. Ooh. And I was like, yeah, Bill Gates likes to have fun, apparently. <laughs> I heard he was a party boy in school. Oh, yeah, I think he's a party <laughs> boy now. <laughs> well, uh, we want to hear from you. What's the funniest or weirdest thing you've seen at a baseball game. On the line is Randy from Santa Rosa. This guy, he uh, jumped over the wall and ran out on the baseball field and started taking all his clothes off. He was drunk, <laughs> got arrested, and went to jail. Okay. They ran out there and knocked him down face first and, and cuffed him and manhandled him and stuck him off, back up on his two feet. Oh, well, yeah. he went. So he went to jail naked, needless <laughs> to say. It's a little embarrassing for him, I would think. Get Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. What's an embarrassing or funny username that you've had? About a year ago, Amber, you referred me to a chiropractor. Yes. Which I really appreciate it. I needed it. He's a great guy. Love him. Love him. And it turns out someone in our office knows our chiropractor personally, which was very surprising for both of us because (laughs) it's insane to imagine this chiropractor just being a normal human being. Yeah. (laughs) So we were talking about him. We'll call him Dr. Chiropractor to respect his privacy. But our friend goes, yeah, Dr. Chiropractor is in my fantasy league. And his username is Bone Crusher. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. Which is hilarious. I mean, our chiropractor is very, very passionate about it. And the fact that his fantasy league football name is Bone Crusher is hilarious to me. It's incredible. I'm proud of him for this. (laughs) He doesn't know that we know. know, So next time we see him, I'm just going to go, hey, Bone Crusher. (laughs) What's up, Bone Crusher? (laughs) But Amber, have you ever had a funny username for like an email or maybe like a video game or fantasy league? The very first email I ever had when I was like, 11 or 12 years old was hardrockinkid at yahoo.com. Yeah, hardrockinkid. It was also my uh, AIM name, my AOL instant messenger (laughs) name. It was hardrockinkid. That's a pretty good one. I mean, I really liked rock music when I was 11 years old, so. (laughs) I wish you could still have this email address. Is there any way you can log in? Probably not. Who knows? Dang. Who knows what the password was? Probably like, I love Led Zeppelin 2 or something yeah. stupid. So everybody <laughs> send an email to hardrockinkid at yahoo.com. Uh, so what about you? My, my Xbox name uh, is Ham Sandwich 9. It still is Ham Sandwich 9? Well, I don't really play video games that much anymore, but I created it when I was like 14 years old. And really where it stems from was I was eating a ham sandwich when I was creating it, and my favorite number is 9. Why is your favorite number 9? I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's just my lucky number, I okay. suppose. I just like the number 9, and I like ham sandwiches. Mm. <laughs> 
Amber and Tanner in the morning. Dolly Parton is the coolest. We all know this. And she's not one to shy away from details about her life. So in a recent interview with W Magazine, she talked about her first kiss. This kiss, this kiss. It's a big moment. This kiss, this kiss. I love that song, Faith Hill. All right. So she said it all went down during a game of spin the bottle. She said, my first kiss. Lord have mercy. I think my first real kiss was still in grade school. And he was a sweet boy. (laughs) She said, (laughs) uh, some girlfriend of mine had a party at her house. We played spin the bottle. And uh, I got my first kiss from a boy there. She said, a different boy than my first crush. But I was happy that I landed one of the cute boys. Uh, She said she had a lot of boys in her life. She said, I love boys, and I still do. I love you, Dolly Parton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's so great. She's great. So, Tanner, this this makes me <laughs> ask you, uh, how was your first kiss? Was it special or was it kind of silly like Dolly Parton's game of spin the bottle? It was awkward. Very okay. awkward. It was New Year's Eve. We were at my roller skate rink in oh, Puyallup, Washington. Yeah. What was the name of the roller skate rink? Tiffany Skate Rink. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I was at Tiffany Skate Rink, and they're doing the, like, three, two, one. The head tilt happened, and I was just like, oh, no, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> and I was not ready whatsoever. And it was just, I'm sure it was awful. Fireworks? None. None. This is the love of my life. Definitely not. my life. And I never talked to that person ever again <laughs> after that. Pretty sure she never won. <laughs> she was like, that guy's gross. He has Doritos in his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> What about yours? Oh, um, well, mine's kind of cute, uh, and I don't know if it counts, but I, I always think about it. Um, so it was at my friend Brandon's pool party, um, and his mom was like, Amber and Brandon, take a picture together. And I think we were probably about seven or eight years old. And as his mom was taking the picture, my friend Brandon, like, quickly, like, gave me a kiss to surprise me. And then, like, ducked under the water and swam away. (laughs) Wait, so is there a picture of your first kiss? Yeah, it's somewhere. That's hilarious. Uh, Brandon's gay now, so. Oh, okay. I I don't know. (laughs) Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wake up every day here. Waking you up every morning. On Froggy 92.9. Amber, I don't think I've ever asked you, do you have a spider phobia? No. You don't? Not really, no. Well, so that's one big phobia that our show doesn't have. <laughs> uh, but for one person, her name is Sherry. She lives in Virginia. She probably now has a spider phobia because she was bitten by a brown recluse spider while kayaking in a river. So the bite left her with a swollen lip and hallucinations. She was taken to a hospital where she was given antibiotics, and she said it was one of the worst pains of her life. Yeah, this actually happened to my brother. Really? Bit him in his eye. In his eye? And his eye was so swollen he couldn't see out of it. It was bad. Oh my goodness. He's okay now, though, yeah, right? Yeah, he's okay. totally fine. It, the same thing happened. He just went to the doctor and they gave him antibiotics, but it looked, yeah. it was gruesome. And they're, they're not kind. It was brown recluse. No, they will mess you up, man. Uh, on the phone is Maddie. Maddie, set the scene for us. What happened with your spider horror story? I'm sitting in a chair back when my baby was pretty little. And, um, Spider climbed up on the uh, side of the chair, sat there and looked at me. I jumped out of the chair, 
and the dang thing disappeared. Couldn't find it. No. Beat up the chair a little bit, trying to see if it could come out. Couldn't find it anywhere. Went in the kitchen to do something. Turned around, the thing was coming at me. Cornered me in the kitchen. Oh, so I beat him with a frying pan and left this carpet laying on the floor for my husband to clean up the next morning. She said she grabbed a frying pan and killed it and yeah. left it for her husband. Just left the frying pan on top of the spider. So my spider horror story is I worked on a house crawl. It's the space between the floor of your house, the foundation, and the ground, and I was like literally army crawling underneath it. Oh, like the crawl space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Crawl space? Okay, anyway. So I was digging dirt out of it to make space because it was flooding, and I put my shovel in, scooped it in a bucket, and a sea of spiders, it must have been at least 23, stormed me, and I had to army crawl, like run my way underneath the house. It was probably like three. Yeah. You know, they're everywhere. <laughs> it was three, and I was like, I'm having hallucinations now. <laughs> All the things, all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. And I am currently trying to plan an engagement party. Now, I know I got engaged a year ago. But, you know, the pandemic and what all got in the way. Yeah. (laughs) So, I'm really just kind of now starting to plan things and um, my lovely future mother-in-law and my future sister-in-law are planning an engagement party for me in the 1st of November, but it's back home in Georgia. Oh, okay. Um, You know, I this is just a great way to get both of our families together and just celebrate our engagement. Uh, we haven't got to do that yet. And I will say that my fiance's mom and my sister-in-law are mostly planning it. But I'm also helping out Planet, and I just didn't realize how hard it was to plan a party that's happening 3,000 miles away. What are some of the things that you're running into that are difficult? Um, basically, who to invite is, is where we're at right now. Now, I know I'm inviting my friends and my family, but all of my friends have moved out of state. So oh, I'm gonna, that makes it tough. I'm going to look like I don't have any friends at <laughs> <laughs> this engagement party. Imagine if you did like a Zoom wall wherever you have it, where you bring everybody. And I know even yeah, saying the word that. Zoom is going to give people some pandemic PTSD. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that is life. So many people go to different states and stuff yeah. like that. And it's hard to get all your loved ones together. You know, I, it's going to be in my college town of Athens. And all of my friends from college moved and got jobs and left yeah. the college town. So... You know, I I know I'm going to run into more, uh, you know, roadblocks along the way of planning this engagement party. But I was curious, you know, had anyone else ever planned a party out of state, out of town and had some advice for me? So we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber Tanner in the morning. Jackie from Nashville said, oh, yes, we planned our wedding in Nashville. It was really helpful to make a trip out before to get face to face with everyone. Having a trusted person there helps, too, that knows your likes and dislikes. So Jackie's originally from Petaluma. She got married in Nashville. So I totally understand. They ended up going back and live like living in Nashville. Um, So I guess they liked getting married there so much. But, um, you know, I I would love to hear some advice from anyone that has any. Have you ever planned a party, event, wedding out of town? How did it go? Do you have any advice? Give us a call right now with some advice. 636-1467. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 
636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. What candy do you steal from your kid's Halloween basket every single year? Halloween is a night for evil. Halloween is Satan's night. You're the scariest man I know. For one night, you could be anyone you want. And I am still trying to decide on my costume. Because Amber and I don't have kids, we reached out to you on our Froggy Facebook page. That you know about, at least. Well, Danny from Santa Rosa says, sorry, not sorry. Then he posted a gif of Reese's peanut butter cups. Susie from San Rafael said, baby Ruth. Seems like Brenda from Windsor is stealing all of her kids' candy because she said nerds, Twix, and gummies. Is there anything left <laughs> by that point? Yeah, Snickers, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's a lot. As Halloween is getting close and around the corner, candy is in every grocery store right now. It's like you walk into a grocery store and it's just raining an assortment of candy. <laughs> I love it. And I had a moment where I was a little bit triggered by something. I went to Safeway on 4th Street here in Santa Rosa and I saw Butterfinger. And every time I see Butterfinger, I remember when I was a kid, every single year I would get all these Butterfinger in my little basket and I would wake up the next morning and they'd all be gone. And I could never figure it out. Wait, so you like Butterfingers? I don't even like Butterfingers anymore because of this story. <laughs> and then when I was eight years old, I'll never, ever forget this. I, I woke up, went to my mom's room, and would you believe it? On her nightstand was a mountain of Butterfingers <laughs> wrappers. And then since then, I've always hid my candy until I was too old to trick or treat. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. We got to be smarter than our parents sometimes. You do. Yeah. You do. I, I'm so lucky that my parents never really, well, maybe I was just dumb and didn't really know <laughs> that they were stealing candy from me. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to ask, but you know, I never ate all my candy. Really? Oh, I was the opposite. I, don't I think ate so. till I was sick. <laughs> like in one sitting. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. So this was me for the past few months. My neck, my back, my neck and my back. Oh. <laughs> I was hurting, man. My neck and my back. But I ignored it because I figured, uh, you know, if I do some stretches, get on the foam roller, rest a lot. Yeah, you just thought it maybe was a muscle yeah, or something. Like, oh, it would like go away, but it didn't. So yesterday, finally, you and I were talking about our chiropractor and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call. I'm going to call right now and I'm going to go. Went to the chiropractor. He alerted me that I had a rib out of place. A rib out of place. I didn't ask any questions. just came back to work. And I feel you with rib pain, man. Because if you remember, I broke my rib in the tub six months ago. But where did it hurt? It hurt on the actual rib where it broke itself. Okay, so my back was hurting, like, in the center kind of my back, like, around where my shoulder blade is. And he told me that 
it was a rib out of place. So, so yeah, you looked it up. I, lo- I-, <laughs> I looked it up because I have done a lot of research about ribs since I broke my rib, and a popped rib happens when the cartridge, the cartridge, or cartridge, cartridge, you got geez, this. attached to what's called your false ribs, and basically your false ribs aren't attached to your sternum; they're oh the God. ones that hang below, and so that becomes uh, a weird movement. And if it, this is slipping out out of normal position, it causes a lot of pain that you feel like in your stomach and your upper abdomen uh, or even your lower chest. And then in most cases, a popped rib is caused by injury or trauma. So did you fall out of the I tub too? I didn't do anything. You fell out of the tub, didn't you? No. <laughs> I didn't fall out of the tub, but I probably did something pretty dumb. But, you know, I'm thinking like I was walking Remy maybe because I walk him. I hold the leash with my right arm. And I think maybe he pulled and maybe like pop something out of place. You are the only person that I know on the planet that has mm-hmm. been injured by dog walking, if that's so the case. So many times. He needs, <laughs> Remy needs to get it together. He's injuring me. But moral of the story is, and Tanner, I, I'm sure you feel the same way. If you're in pain, go to the doctor. Something real weird could be wrong with you. Get Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. <laughs> What is something you love even though it is universally disliked? So when it comes to movies, something I've learned is that people are opinionated. Yeah. Very much so. And especially movie critics. I actually know a movie critic and I stopped watching movies with him because he was just kind of snobby and kind of ruined the fun of movies for me. Okay. Uh, So speaking of movies, last night I watched the movie Waterboy. Mama says that. Alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. I love this movie. It's so good. <laughs> Do you like the movie Waterboy? I love that movie. My fiance can probably quote it from start to finish. See, that makes me feel so much better because the internet completely disagrees on the movie The Waterboy. Rotten Tomatoes certified the movie Rotten at 34%. Letterbox gave it two out of five stars. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit upset about it, but I do not care. Well, I kind of care. But in my mind, I don't care. It doesn't change my opinion because I love this movie. What were the viewers' ratings? Were the viewers' ratings high? No. And the critics' ratings were low? When I looked at it last night, the viewer rating was at 52%. That's not so bad. I mean, I I think of it as a, as a classic almost, like a classic comedy film. Right. It's hilarious. I love it. And like you said, it's an absolute classic. So this morning show is on board <laughs> with the movie The Water Boy. Amber, is there anything uh, that is universally disliked that you don't care, you love it? I hope this counts. But you know when you get waffle fries... And you get the one waffle fries that has, like, the potato skin on the back of it. Yeah. I like those fries. What? Instead of just, like, the full waffle fry. I like, I, and I like potato-y fries. And everyone's like, that's so gross. They're so mushy. And I'm like, no, I like them that way. Like, I prefer that over crispy. This morning show agrees on the water boy, but this morning show does not agree <laughs> With the waffle the, fry. The potato skin waffle yeah. fry. Yeah. It's very specific, <laughs> but I know a lot of people hate those. They'll like throw them out. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me eat those. Getting some of your hot takes on Facebook right now, like Rachel from Sonoma. She said, I vastly prefer overcast days to sunny days. Sunny days are boring. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Tom from Santa Rosa says, Soggy cereal. Oh, oh. He said, I'll leave my cereal with the milk in it for 10 minutes before I eat it. And Jody from Runner Park says, the first three Star Wars movies, and I love Jar Jar. Yeah! <laughs>
Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9.